Welcome to the Enterprise Excellence Podcast, where our purpose is to help create a better future. Learn from our world's experts how to improve your organization sustainably. Learn how to achieve and sustain an excellence journey for yourself, others, and the planet. And I'm your host, Brad Jevons, coming to you from Brisbane, Australia. We are proudly brought to you in association with SA Partners, a world-leading business transformation consultancy. SA Partners are a truly purposeful company focused on helping organisations achieve sustainable improvement for themselves, others and the planet. Hi all, I have a good friend of mine, Kylie Winston, on the show today talking about an important topic to my heart, creating lean and green cultures within organisations, cultures where people continuously improving and innovating every day for themselves, customers and the planet. If you're interested in learning more on this topic, We've put a Lean and Green how-to guide up on the Enterprise Excellence Podcast website under Downloads. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 150 of the Enterprise Excellence Podcast. It is such a pleasure to have Kylie Winston on the show with us today. Kylie is a sustainability and business improvement leader at the Winston Group, an organization that has been running an Enterprise Excellence and environmental improvement journey for many years. We're going to explore practically how an organization can enhance its culture of environmental improvement and achieve additional win-win outcomes simultaneously. Let's get into the episode. Kylie, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Brad. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. Kylie, why is environmental improvement important right now? Well, I think there's many uh, layers to that. And I think it's important because we see um, increased government scrutiny over what um, people are doing in that environmental space now where we never saw that as much 20 years ago. There's more regulations to follow. But I think um, our customers and, you know, society in general has an increased value on environmental um, improvements and what's happening in the environment right now. So really from all levels, uh, we see that environmental improvements are really important and it's important for our customers, for our potential employees, for those employees that we have in the business right now, and as well as us, you know, to make um, sure that we're meeting our obligations. And really, it's just really, it comes down to it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's a massive shift going on, isn't there? Yes. And with that, Kyle, you know, when you talk about environmental with all these elements coming through, I, I know that at the Winston Group, you found a massive win-win where you've made environmental gains but also made economic gains at the same time and cultural gains and things like that. Yes. What's what's your thoughts on our a lot of thinking still that there's a win-lose between environmental and economic gains and things where we don't see the connection of win-win at the minute still? Yeah, and I think that's probably just a historical thing where um, people just thought that, you know, the environment wasn't as important, it wasn't a focus, and they just saw it as a bottom line cost as opposed to now, realistically, when we put in environmental wins, we see passion from our employees and our customers for what we're doing. And, you know, it helps get that buy-in across the business, so it improves culture. But often when we look at um, environmental uh, wins or, you know, recovering items or, or whatever the environmental um, initiative is, there's often is a win-win against the bottom line, like we're saving money or we're saving efficiencies. Like there is some sort of gain. And that's been the real eye-opener, I suppose, along the way is that it's not a win-lose. Um, and 
the gains are in many different um, aspects, but I mean, employee buy-in and culture has been a really big one. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? And it's, I guess, even myself, I think back to history and you, even myself, I saw it as a win-lose and, you know, just the win-win that you've demonstrated at the Winston Group and others have through work is amazing. Now, Kylie, how did how did you and the Winston Group go about the journey, you know, bringing in this environmental focus and getting this improvement happening to also get these greater win-win outcomes? Well, I suppose it was just sort of a natural evolution. It started with us meeting some of our compliance regulations and um, and through that, we just sort of um, got the ball rolling and it's just picked up momentum along the way. And, um, and so it wasn't something that we sat down and mapped out for a five-year plan or a 10-year plan. Um, it just has happened. And I guess the more wins and gains we've made and um, we've seen our customers enjoying those and um, liking what we're doing um, as well as our employees and so that has helped the momentum pick up so the more we've done the more we want to do so it's just it really has been a natural evolution so and a a really good and exciting one yeah that's neat that's neat and what would you say on that journey kylie are the key things that truly helped kick it forward like what are some of the key elements that made it work well, we've had to bring everyone along for the journey. So it's not one individual's work um, as such. So really um, leadership buy-in. So coming from the top that they saw that it was important um, and they were supportive of it. So that management buy-in and leadership was um, really important. And then um, really bringing everybody in. So letting everybody know that they everyone played a key part in this. It wasn't just one person and it was all the one percenters. So we always talked about it was all the one percenters added up to an overall improvement. And, um, and the other thing that we've really tried to do is as we've evolved, we have the data to back up what we're doing. So we've got measurable um, targets um, and that way we also took it down to each department level. So we everyone knew their exact buy-in. It wasn't just an overall total across the business that this is what the business was doing. And by every department knowing what they were contributing to the overall um, figure, it made them all aware that they all were responsible and how were they responsible. And then, then how could they improve in their own individual areas? And, um, and I think that's really helped as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Two other things I've seen too, Kylie, with what you've done there, because I'm everyone, I'm full disclosure, I do a lot of involved with the Winston Group and have been for a long time. I see that you've a lot of your work you've done, you've bolted well into the existing team performance meetings, like the fact that they execute improvement in the work through what they do, you know, their rhythms of visual performance meetings. But I'd have to say the other one, project management, Kylie, for the big stuff, you have done very well executing projects in a good structured way. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate that support. Um, yes, and I think that's part of it is um, setting out, you know, what are we trying to achieve, whether it be electricity improvements, um, solar installs or um, waste segregation that we have when we have specific projects, we map them out, we set the scope and then we, you know, deliver to that scope. So um, and then, you know, Delivering is one thing, but also just making sure that everyone is aware of what we're doing, why we're doing it, and then trying to show them the measurable improvements from installing that as well. So that, you know, this is this is what we set out to do and this is what we are doing. So it's really important to sort of not just leave it as, oh, it's all done. 
it's installed now or, you know, implemented, we, you have to keep going and making sure that everyone's aware of it and then revisiting it, you know, making sure if there's other efficiencies to make, extra bins to add in or whatever it might be, just to keep that conversation happening. Yeah. For everyone, because I, I saw many of these projects happen, um, Kyle and a team on the big projects, yeah, I'm talking the big stuff here, it was a weekly communication rhythm, wasn't it? It was like everything you've done, you've had like this weekly communication rhythm to give feedback and get feedback. And I think that yes. involvement of people just makes people feel part of it. And then when it's the change really comes important. through, it's not a big shock or anything like that. It's just that they're part of it. Yes. And I think, you know, it's just human nature. Everyone wants to feel that they're considered and involved, especially when it's happening in their environment. So um, really my motto probably is over communication. I feel like no one ever says, stop telling me what you're doing. They would rather know more than not enough. So, um, you know, that stakeholder involvement and buy-in is really important. And at the start, it's really important to really tell them or let them know what's happening and the potential and then what is the impact for them, you know, and that way, you know, there's a weekly update, but then sometimes it can be daily if it's like going to impact their area. And I think everyone feels that buy-in right from the initial then. So, it, you know, and it, they should because it's really what they're doing and it's in their environment. Yeah, it's impressive. It's impressive. So, Gali, with leadership buy-in, how did you go about that? getting buy-in from leadership and, you know, getting them to understand the gains that are here rather than them seeing it as a win-lose and, you know, get that commitment? Well, I suppose it was um, really, you know, compliance was the start of the journey. And then um, from there on in, it was really um, not too difficult because it was really our customers were wanting it as well. So, you know, the customer's always the end goal and the end focus. So by just showing that the customers are asking for this and what can we do to improve our customer experience and, and um, you know, giving the sales force another tool in their um, tool belts in terms of environmental or sustainability uh, discussions that we can have with our customers to help them on their journeys, that was really um, helpful. And I think it's just naturally evolved over um, the years that we've been doing it. We've been really on this journey now for a good five years. Um, nothing's happened overnight. It's just been, uh, you know, steps in the right direction. And, um, and yeah, we're just really gaining momentum. Yeah, I love that. Because I know everyone, the, the Winston Group, which is Signet and Insignia, are very customer-centric. It's a very customer-centric company, isn't yes. it? Yes. So you, you tied it back to what is most important really to all the leaders there because they just really live and breathe customers so much, don't they? So Yes, that's, and that's, that's what powerful. we're here for. We're helping our customers compete and we're helping give our customers what they're asking for. So Yeah, that's neat. It's really important. Now, I know they involve anyone involve everyone sorry you, you know I, I know you've bolted into a lot of the team's rhythms and meetings and what they do and been able to execute improvement themselves but you've done things like the green team like the reward and recognition you're doing yes do you mind explain to the listeners some of these programs that you're doing and systematic approaches you've taken to get everyone's buy-in yes so um along the way we've uh we recognized that you know we needed expert um and doesn't need to be an expert but someone in each area that you know was the champion of um sort of the enviro initiatives in that area so we formed what we call the green team and i think they're common a lot across a lot of businesses these days 
Um, we have someone representative from uh, just about every department on our side in Brisbane. And uh, so it's about 12 to 14 people. Um, and they all, we have a meeting once every two uh, months and they come along and they talk about what's happening in their area, um, you know, suggestions. So we have some action items. Uh, we try to keep it short and sharp. We don't want to take up heaps of everybody's time. Uh, we encourage them to represent the Enviro space in their uh, weekly huddles with their teams. Um, and we also uh, use this green team as a space for some education. So um, I think it's important that we're arming um, each department with some knowledge. So uh, that's what we've done in each of the meetings is tried to have a little educational piece as well. So um, people have something to take away and to talk to their teams about. And just recently, um, as part of that, we ran a trivia um, quiz across the company. So um, which was really quite, there was quite a lot of buy-in for that. We ran two rounds of trivia, 10 questions around. There was a prize at the end that was, um, you know, another sort of environmental keeping rubbish out of the bin initiative. And um, and there was a lot of excitement around it. People really loved that fun educational piece. And it was about things that we do in the business, but things people could take home to their everyday lives as well. And there was a lot of positive feedback. So just a different way to um, get people to learn about what can be a boring topic because, you know, uh, rubbish segregation, what to put in the right bin is not exactly the most uh, glamorous of topics. But um, if you incentivize it and and make it a bit fun. Um, that was great. And it really uh, started some powerful conversations. So we called it a conversation starter. Um, the green team members, they facilitated it in each of the teams. And that way they also felt like they were helping to drive that knowledge across the business as well. So it really was a really good thing for everybody. So yeah, that was a really good initiative um, that we've just run recently. Yeah, it's cool. Really driving on that emotional piece with change, isn't it? You know, getting yeah. that buy-in and excitement and energy the other yes. thing i saw you do kylie which i really loved was the uh, it's like that mastery type of approach where you know the green team and other team members actually went out to parks and cleaned up parks and yes. you know did environmental initiatives and do outside of work and i know you could go oh a reward is going out and picking up rubbish for a, a half a day but you know everyone was psyched by it like they actually are like yeah we're able to go out get off work for a time and go out and make a difference to our environment. That was really cool. Yes, no, and it, and it was um, pretty powerful and people wanted to join the team just so that they could go and do that because I think it's a feel-good factor. You know, we all want to feel like we're doing something for our communities and the world we live in. So um, we ran that last year for the first time and we're going to run it again this year. So that's going to become an annual event in our green team calendar, which is exciting. And uh, we will look to evolve it, you know, wherever possible as well. But, yeah, the feel-good factor is undeniable. Mm. Uh, to get change, you need emotion. Like on this podcast we've had, uh, if I had a dollar for every time purpose, anything that's emotional, motivational, has been mentioned to try get transformation, to try get changed, I'd be a rich man. Yes. And um, you, you've done it well with, you know, the bigger picture of the, purpose of the group and linking into that helping Australia compete and the whole environmental bit but I love how you've done so much of that emotional driver through gamification making things fun mastery with getting off site to clean out up and you know it's, it's really cool it makes a difference yes every little bit counts that's that's our motto yeah the other question I've got to Kylie and I know you've done this and I see it around the site where there's photos up in every area where 
there's a team and there's a photo and there's a connection to environmental there of what each team's doing to make a difference environmentally. And these photos are up on the walls or in the work areas. What was the strategy there and the approach you took with that? Um, so what we thought was, um, and this is once again another green team initiative, was we really wanted each team across the business to think about what their individual impacts um, could be for 2023. So we got them all to th start thinking about what the little improvements they could each do to drive an overall bigger improvement. So, um, so we did a each team had a team photo and each team made a commitment to what they were going to try and do. And some of them were very small, like it was not um, changing the world. It was just, you know, we're going to print less or we're going to take our coffee cup um, instead of getting the disposable cup when we get our uh, coffee for our team, those kind of things. And so it was um, small things that meant something to each team. So as a team, they came together to make that commitment. They took a photo, they wrote it on an you know a piece of cardboard or a cardboard box and held it up and it was and I think by doing that, um they all sort of made that commitment because it's there. it's there's a there's a moment in time where we all came together and did that. But then we decided to take it one step um, further as well. and we asked where whoever was comfortable to take an individual photo of something that they were trying to do at home that was um, better for twenty twenty three. So whether it's you know taking garbage bags or composting more or building the veggie patch or whatever it was. And by doing that, it just gave some, I guess, culture to each of the teams. And the people that walk into the team can can see something personal about each team member as well. So once again, conversation starters, you know, um, making those interpersonal connections between people. People talked about, you know, the best ways to compost or what veggies are each growing at whatever moment and things like that. So it was more conversation starters once again. Yeah, it's great. I know I've enjoyed w walking to each area and seeing those photos and learning and seeing what they're doing because they're quite big, everyone. These are like big poster size photos that are in the work area, either at a yes. team's huddle or in their work area because they run virtual huddles, which has been a big outcome at the Winston Group through COVID, wasn't it? Shifting to yes. virtual style huddles. But in those environments, they've still got them up on the wall prominent and people talk to them and yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So you see, I guess too, Kylie, you've done so many initiatives to help build that culture and that engagement, that motivation and that ownership and that energy. And um, it's really getting impressive results, which I guess is where the data and measures comes into play. You know, having that data to back what what's coming from it, what are the gains that are happening? Yes. And I think that's important as well, because people want to see, um, you know, that what they're doing does have some effect. So <clears throat> our overall, you know, in terms of the rubbish segregation, you know, we have a 40% diversion target for this financial year um, and each department can see where they're tracking and how they're improving so that, you know, they can see that by putting in the extra bins or taking that extra effort to separate out the plastic from the general waste and all of those things really does make a difference. So um, it's important that people see the improvements. Yeah, it's great. So, Kylie, for a leader or anyone what would be the two-minute tip you'd give them, the enterprise excellence two-minute tip in this area? We'd say, okay, if you're looking to crank up and escalate the level of environmental improvement, but also getting the win-wins of the economic, the cultural, all those other gains, what would be that two-minute tip you'd give them? 
it's really just about taking, I think, people along for the journey at all levels. So getting everyone to buy in, creating that cross-functional team, a green team, a power team, whatever whatever you want to call it, um, where people feel they have a voice. So, um, and not discounting anyone's suggestions, making sure they're all thoroughly, you know, considered, um, Im- implemented if possible. But yeah, it's about that getting that cross-functional buy-in at you know every level. Yeah, and you can really see that you've got the buy-in and you've you've driven the motivation and the emotional piece, which has been amazing. Credit to you and the team and everyone involved. Kylie, what's been a recent insight for you? What's been a recent learning? Um, I suppose that my recent learning is um, it really comes down to our trivia. is It's all about the fun. You can't discount the fun factor and um, and the competitive factor. So I think as humans, we all are naturally competitive at, to some degree and uh, incentivizing. You know, giving that little incentive really does help drive things as well. So, um, yeah, that, that's been a really recent insight. Yeah, you've done well with it. Now, Kylie, how can people reach out to you if they want to learn more or connect? What's the best way? Um, you can catch me on my email address, um, kwinson at winson.com.au or uh, LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. So, um, yeah, or through you, Brad. I'm happy to always talk to anybody who uh, wants some tips or just wants to talk through what they're doing. I'm always looking for tips as well. So happy for anyone to share what they're doing as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Kylie, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing knowledge and helping us create a better future. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Brad. Appreciate your time. Cheers, Kylie. Bye for now. What a great episode. Remember, we've put the Lean and Green How-To Guide on the Enterprise Excellence Podcast website under Downloads to help you go further if you're interested. Please like and share this episode with others who are interested in improving their organization's culture to reduce impact and enhance performance simultaneously. There were two key takeaways for me from this episode. Firstly, leadership engagement on an environmental journey. Leaders' behavior sets the tone for what is important within an organization. When leaders from the top down engage in any program of excellence, energy lifts as the program is seen as important. Leadership behavior and support is so important to sustaining an environmental improvement journey, which by its nature is long lasting. The second key takeaway for me was everyone engagement. I took so much from the conversation with Kylie, together with her team, how they have done so much to engage everyone within the organization on the journey. They've made it fun, built in celebration and recognition programs, and achieved great things by building energy and momentum forward. Thanks again for your time and knowledge, Kylie. Thanks for helping us create a better future. Bye for now.